Amen. Psalm 62 and verse 5. I'm going to read 5 through 8. It says, My soul, wait thou upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only, somebody say only. only. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God, in God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is, is in God. Verse 8. Trust in him at all times. Because when I say all times. all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. In the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. When you have that, would you say amen? Amen. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. And it says, and let us not be weary, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. In the book of Hebrews, amen, chapter 10, book of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35, 35 through, amen, 39. When you have that, would you say amen? amen? Cast not away. Somebody say not. not. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, mm -hmm. which has great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come, will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but unto them that believe to the saving of the soul. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. We want, with God's help, try to uh, elaborate on what we're saying today. And it's very important and imperative that we be focused, amen, when God's word is coming forth. And I, I believe that, you know, we have last week, I think I was looking and I just happened to see uh, Aiden, little as he is, young as he is, he was sitting in the corner over there. And I know he was paying attention. He was like, I said, Lord, you don't hardly find kids that little, so tender. And I know the school that he goes to, amen, the church, this is a school and church, they, they teach them about worshiping the Lord. They teach them different things. And he was attended when he heard it. Amen. That's why he had a little soul, a song in his soul. He says he's, he's familiar with that. He does better than grown-ups. Amen. Amen. It says, my soul, wait thou only on God. It said only on God. Amen. And I think that's the problem with us. We don't wait only on God. We wait on people and we wait on things. Amen. You can get, amen, through off. And disappointed waiting on people, amen, to meet your expectations. Matter of fact, our message today is saying stay in expectations. Amen. Now, this word might not be for everybody because some people are not waiting on nothing. See, when, you've been, when, you, when I say waiting on something, I mean, that means you've been in a wait for a while. 
It means like people that's not really waiting on anything. This don't probably mean too much. But if you, some people, if you got already got money, you go do this. You got already got this. You do this. You you don't. You ain't even concerned about your soul. You're not waiting on. Even if you, it shouldn't be always natural things. It should be you be need to be waiting on. I want God to take me in a higher place, in God. Amen. Stay in expectation. And this is if this word is for nobody else, it's for me. Because I'm in expectations. Amen. Amen. It's just like a, a, a woman that's pregnant, a woman that's expecting. Amen. They're expecting. When they get, amen, they get down the road. Amen. They keep getting closer to that dude. They, they want to be, they're waiting to be delivered. They want some a relief. Amen. So I, that's where I'm at. I don't know about nobody else. Maybe the word that's for me. But anybody in expectation today, anybody know what it means? Don't say you're off. You're not because you, you ain't gonna get nothing from it amen. if you really expectation just wave your hand expectation amen 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 expectation is you have uh, you don't just believe it's not shallow if something you're not really, it's not a demand of you, you're not going to think about it. It's not going to bring up expectation. But if there's some things of demand in your life you got to have, you have a strong expectation. You're not just like, I don't, I don't, it happened if it don't happen. Right? You are waiting. Sister Joanne, are you in expectation? Sister Terry, are you in expectations? Any of you in expectation? Amen. The expectation. And, and if you're not, maybe you ain't. Maybe you don't need anything. You're not waiting on God for anything. But as long as you live on this earth, you're gonna be. It's gonna be something you're gonna be in expectation about. Amen. Expectation is a, tr a strong belief, a confidence, a trust, an assurance. It's hope. It's anticipation. Amen. Glory to God. When you can't muster up anything, amen, you have that hope of expecting God to be good to you. Amen. Amen. It said, my soul wait thou, uh, my, my soul wait thou only. And, and this is what you have to do. You have to wait only on, if you wait on only on God, you won't be disappointed. If you wait on people, you're going to be disappointed because they may not be able to meet your expectation. My soul wait thou only on God. My expectation is from him. I'm looking for him to, amen, to give me whatever that I'm expecting because no one else can do it. That's really what it's saying. Amen. Amen. My expectation is from him. He only, again, I say he only is my rock. In other words, you say he's my foundation. God is my foundation. Is God your foundation? If God is your foundation, he's a strong tower. Amen. No matter what you go through, you're going to be able to stand because you're standing up on the solid rock. Amen. It said, when my heart is overwhelmed in me, lead me, don't, not to this one, that one. Lead me to the rock, to Jesus, the one that's higher than me. He's the one that snapped me back in my right mind of my mind going another way. He's the one to heal my body. He's the one that can do whatever I stand in need of. Man cannot do it. Amen. Amen. He is my rock and my salvation. My salvation, he is my deliverance. Salvation means deliverance. He is my deliverance or whatever that I need deliverance from. Amen. Don't you know sometimes you can, you can uh, you, we get baptized in Jesus' name, be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in tongue and all that. But all along the right, there may be some deliverance in your life that you need. There may be some stuff that have like paper trailed you from birth all the way down. You got to be delivered and set free from spirits you see and spirits you don't see. Sometimes you wonder why people act the way they do. Why, why uh, uh, you even see kids act the way they do? And sometimes it's something they have followed them all along. Amen. Amen. You got, and you praying enough, you'll be able to see it to 
mouth to curse it and, and, and command it to go. Generation curses. The world is full of them. My mama was that way. My daddy was that way. My sister's that way. And I'm going to be that way. People carry stuff because of the genes or what they, or somebody else, whether they're good or bad. Some stuff ain't good to keep. It needs to be delivered and set free. Somebody give God a praise. There's somebody else jump off a bridge. That means you don't get free. You might go jump off of one. Get that stuff off of you. And the only thing that breaks generation curses is the Holy Ghost. Somebody give God a praise. He's the only one put a stop to that. Amen. Glory to God. For thou, my soul, thou wait upon God. For my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. Boy, he's a strong tower. God is everything. He's a place of security. He will hold you together where you won't be blowed all over the place. He's a safety place, a place of hope, a place of peace. In the time that we live in, we need a place of hope and peace. You can't get it in the White House. Can't get it in the Black House. You can't get it from nobody. You can't get stability from nobody. I've learned that a long time ago. I don't put my trust and confidence in people or things because they go so far with you. They can only help you so far. They need help themselves. Somebody give God a praise. But you can go to God anytime and he'll be that strong tower for you. He'll be your salvation. He'll be your defense. Amen. And I will be, and he said, I shall not be greatly. In other words, I would, in other words, I'm looking at this other verse right here, but it said, my soul wait thou upon God. My expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. There's things that go on in our life that we can just lose our minds over. And the storm can blow you to the left and it can blow you to the right. But you find yourself still in your right mind because God held you together. Somebody give God a praise. And God is my salvation and glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. And it says in verse 8, trust in him at all times. Not sometimes. Trust in him when you see your way. Trust in him when you don't see your way. Trust in him at all times. And it says, ye people, pour your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. See, like God is there for you and me if you have nobody else. You feel like there's nobody else there for you? God is there for you. He's here for you. You know, they try, they say, they try, they tell people that, but they can't help themselves in the White House, Black House, and no kind of house. They say, but we're here for you. Oh, no, you see it on TV. They got these, everybody got the masses, you know. We're here for you. Well, in they way, yeah, they're here for you, but you don't dare not to trust in that. Because if they was here for you, they'd be doing the people right by right now. You see a nation, you see a nation of people starving. You see a nation of people, people getting evicted from the house. And you say you're for us, but you're not helping these people. God's the only one for you. Amen. And God's going to be your stimulus. God's going to take care of you. Waiting on the stimulus, God's going to be your stimulus. Amen. God's going to put a job there when you don't have a job. God's doing it right now. God's going to do it. said in the world, you're going to have tribulation. But in me, you're going to have peace. Amen. You're going to have trouble out here. But God's going to take care of his people. He will not let you go hungry. He will, David said, I've never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. Before they gave anything a stimulus, God's been taking care of me. And that's why I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. We better be tuning to God because they're going to be able to do so much anyway. So we, we get caught up. I ain't going to preach. I'm not preaching in time, right? Mess, I'm changing my message, but it's true. The Lord had to remind me the other day. 
Because sometimes we're so easy. We don't mean no harm. It's so easy. Because, you know, they talk about we all going back to normal, make America great again, and all this kind of stuff. Amen. We're not going back to normal. God's people, somebody's preaching and knowing the word, they know better. Yeah. People that don't stay close to God, they'll, they'll buy that. Yeah. And then be caught off guard and won't know what to do with something else hit. No, we're not going back to normal. I mean, you can look around yourself. You can see every time you look around. You go to a place tomorrow, tomorrow, the next day it might be shut down. Yeah. Is this normal for kids not to go to school? No, it's not. People can't go. This is, we never seen nothing like this. You got to know that something's taking place. You got to know that. If you don't know that, I, I feel sorry for you. But God had, you had to, God had to remind us. I was going down the street the other day, and I looked and seen this one. I seen a lot of different places. Even over by me, closed down. I look, I said, I didn't know that place was closed. And, when, and, and, I, and I thought real quick in my mind, I was just thinking. I said, I wonder. I was just thinking. I didn't say nothing verbally, but I was thinking in my mind. I was thinking like, in my mind, I was, I was thinking like, well, these, are these places going to open back up? You know, that was just in my mind, the thoughts. And I heard the Spirit of God say, no. I heard him speak to me. He said, no. He said, he had to remind me. He said, remember, you are in the end time. Remember, I'm on my way back. He spoke to me. So I said, oh, you know, sometimes God had to give. Because we think it's, we, think, we, take, we as people, we don't, we say we believe God's word. We say we believe. But really, we really don't believe it like we need to believe it. We think this is just, all oh, these things just happening. Don't take it like, no, this is not happening. It's for a reason why they're happening. And the Lord said, and then the Lord said, have not I even used you to preach the word? He said in the book of, of, of Matthew, St. Matthew, Matthew, he said, he said, have not talked about famine, famines? Have not talked about pestilence? He said, have not talked about, he said, you have preached the word. I've given you a word. And then I, and, and famines have meant more to me than just, just like without food. It has went to starvation. Famine, you, a famine would turn it to starvation. When they don't have nothing on the, 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 the no food in the so if we come into a time they're not gonna have you're not gonna see a lot of stuff because see all this stuff God is deleting because He's coming back. Reason somebody said, well, why would He do that? Why He let that happen to us? Because people want to keep on sinning. People don't want to acknowledge God. They don't want to retain God in their mind of thought. They feel like they don't need God. So God is saying, I'm gonna show you who's in charge. Amen. If you get too deep, He'll He'll give you a personal visitation. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying? Do you understand that? He would give you a escape. You feel I don't believe, I don't retain God, I don't have to do, I, I do it like I want to do. He would give you a personal visitation. Someone said, what are you talking about? He would allow something to come across your way to, to show you, you would know that you need him. Because nothing else will get you out of it. God can let some terminal hit your body. He can let you go through anything. He can let you go. Do you know that nobody can get you out of it but God? You know, I remember my mother, y'all heard me say it My mother used to say, she said, when you, she said, she said, she used to, I used to wonder why she said, she said, you want to serve God when you got health and strength. She said, you don't want to wait God to wait and serve God when you can't almost make it and all that. You don't know if you'll get a hold of him. I used to wonder why she said it, but I didn't take it likely. Amen. You want to serve God, and the best way to serve God, to start off serving God, when you're young, the Bible said, amen, your days, you, he, God will give you long, longevity of days. Because you haven't foolishly just gave your time to anything. You've been serving God from a child on up or whatever. It's a good time to serve God. Live longer than everything. Wait till you got almost half of a hundred by one foot in the, on the earth and one in the grave. And you say, that's all right if you want to serve God, but you would do a lot better if you did off started early. Somebody give God a praise. Yeah. 
Amen. Glory to God. You can do it with God strengthening you. Amen. I got saved when I was 24 years old. And nobody's had a gun on me, so you better stay safe. No, they didn't. I was free to do whatever I want to do. I was tempted here. I had all kinds of stuff going on, but I chose to be saved. Because I remember when, as a child, I used to always have dreams. I said, I don't want to be lost. I used to hear about the end of the world. I said, I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be lost. My parents taught us. I'm so glad that they did. Teach your children. The Bible said, train up your child in the way it should go. When it gets older, it will not depart. They're dead and gone today, but all of us in my family have no excuse because we were bought up Amen. to serve the Lord. Now, my parents haven't always been saved, but you know what? I don't know them as not been saved. Amen. And since I know them, they were saved. But I do remember when I was smaller, I, my parents weren't saved, but most of my life, I remember them as being saved. They were great examples to us. Not saying they was perfect, they were great examples to us. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. And it says, trust in him all times. Ye people, pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Amen. Amen. And in the book of Galatians, it says, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Amen. You can get weary. That don't make you, that don't make you backslidden because you get tired. You can get tired of doing good things. Amen. You can get tired of, amen, this, you know, this doing good things, anything. I mean, you get tired. You, you're human. You're going to get tired. But the Lord said, let us not be weary and well done. God said, if you're doing the right things, don't, don't get discouraged. That's what he said. I know it might not look like you want it to be. I know things might be kind of rough right now. But God said, just keep doing good. Don't get like you would tell your child. The child might try to get a lesson in school and say, "This is just complicated. This is just hard." You tell your child, "Just keep on. You'll get it." That's what God tells us: keep on. It'll be all right. Amen. God comes by and encourages us. He said, "Be not weary in well doing." Well, in other words, uh, it said, uh, "Be not weary." Weary means to be tired. It means to be exhausted. And we feel like that. A lot of us, we can identify with that. I can identify with that. Even being a pastor, I, I can identify with that a lot. Even here recently, sometimes you're tired. You want to just take a break. Just want to, you need a break. And I know God's going to give me one. You just need a break. You just need to do something a little bit more relaxing. Something you don't have to, amen, not labor. Labor. Amen. This is, not, this, some people might say, oh, I would love to do that. It's not easy as you think. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. That's why you got good people to support you. Any kind of way is helpful. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Who who does that? Who gets up and find you don't get up? You, I mean, if anybody does that without God's help, I know people are doing it without God's help, but I really I tell a lot, I say, I don't see how they do it. You can only think of so many messages. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta eat. Y'all read Sunday school books. You know, they, they give y'all message. Some y'all might not even get that right, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Right, you you got to, uh, some people, uh, and then you got some people that give people whatever they want to give them. Yeah. i never done it like that. I don't know no other way to do it. I ask God to give me what he wants me to have to give to people. Because yeah. I know what he, if he does it, he can help everybody at the same time. Everybody may be going something, but he'll give this one. Somebody gets benefit from this. Somebody benefit from that. He know how to do it. Amen. But who does that? But still and now, even God does that. Your own will will be in the way sometimes. Your own will don't want to do anything. Do you get up, feel like going to work every day? 
You know, sometimes people think, well, pastor, oh, they, 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 they should feel like it. And it's work. That's a job for them. Who, do you feel like getting up and go to work every day? No, you don't. And some days, if it gets too bad, you are not going. You're not going. Somebody give God a praise. Be not weary and well-doing for in due season. Somebody said, uh, due season. It's, it's, uh, it said, be, well, I'm going to go back to be not well, uh, be not uh, weary and well-doing. Well-doing is when you're doing good. You're doing well. Now, if you're not doing well and you've been acting up and, and disobeying the Lord and doing what you want to, that's not doing well. But when you're doing well and it looks like it's just still, you just keep have to go doing the same thing. Sometimes you have to you find yourself doing the same thing. You you might pray about some things and you've been asked God to change. Lord, would you fix this? Lord, would you turn to change that? Lord, would you do that? And you look like it's just going the same way. And the devil tell you it's not gonna happen. You've been praying about that, ain't nothing gonna happen. He's trying to make you think it's not gonna happen. Cause he wants you to bail out. Amen. But you have to trust God when it's not happening and continue to do well. Amen. If you walk away from God, you ain't going to hurt the pastor. You ain't going to hurt nobody. They might miss you, but you're going to hurt yourself. Because, see, you need God. He don't need you. Because if you don't want to act right, he got somebody else that will act right. Amen. Just tell it like it is. You got bad people. Oh, come and be with the Lord. Oh, come be with the Lord. You got bad people. Come be with the Lord, honey. They ain't going to stay too long. They're going to get up and walk out. Oh my God, soon something will go their way. And see, that's what the devil does. He wait till, amen, when you're already worn through and you're weary. He wait till you're already tired and everything. He'll throw something your way because he meant to. He wants to knock you out. I'm so glad God don't let him knock us out. Amen. Amen. God watches over us. Amen. He don't let the devil just destroy you. Because the devil can just destroy you. He can just destroy me. But God just don't let. He's looking at your heart. He look at your heart and see that I really want to do right. I really want to be saved. And he'll make every possible way for you to make it. Amen. If he got to move a mountain for you, he would do it. If he got to move somebody out your way, this constant your way, this harm you, he'll do it. Amen. He'll straight things out for you. He's a, I mean, he, I love the Lord because whatever you tell him, he don't go tell nobody. You can tell him the worstest thing or whatever. You can tell him something, something personal. He will not go tell nobody. But he will help you. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. It said, be not weary in well-doing. Remember, continue to do well when it seems like things are not changing. Things look like they're going same. You can get discouraged sometimes. Sometimes a cloud will hang over your head. You feel like, Lord, I don't know how I'm feeling today. And, and you, you really think about, David said, why thou cast down my soul? Sometimes when you get in them states and you're depressed and discouraged and you don't know what you're depressed and discouraged, you know, God will show you there's something that made you feel like that. So why thou cast down my soul? And the Lord said, that if you just take your, your mind off of the problem that, that whatever got you away and just trust in me, hope in me, I'll change it. So there's hope in God. Amen. There's hope in nothing else, but there's hope in God. Amen. It said, for in due season, and somebody said, when is due season? Due season is the, the right, at the right time. And I would say the most of it is in God's time. God knows the date. He knows the minute. He knows the second. And he knows the hour where he's going to change some things in your life that you've been praying about and I've been praying about. Did he give you the date? He didn't tell you to save the date. He didn't give you a date. Some people send out save the date because they're giving you a date for something. God didn't give you a save the date. He just told you he's going to do it. 
Someone said, why he do it like that? Because he know you would interfere and get in his business. Tell him you ought to do it this way. I think you should do it that way. Then you start worrying about it. And you get in worried. You can't. You get in worried. You get out of faith. But you know, when you get out of, out of if you get into worry, you're taking yourself out of faith. It's like when you trust in the Lord, you got to keep trusting in him even though you don't see it. And when the devil starts fighting your mind, it's not going to happen. Start talking to the Lord. Lord, don't let me doubt you. Help me stay in faith. Because you, if you start talking to 10 or 12 people, they're all going to have something different to tell you. And most times it's not going to be faith. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Be not weary and well doing, for you shall reap. You shall receive. That means you shall receive. Amen. It's just like somebody plants something in the ground. They plant fruit in the ground. They plant vegetables in the ground. They keep watering that ground. They keep on all that. They're going to be able to see a harvest. Whatever, if you reap, you sow good, you're going to reap good back. You sow bad. Amen. You don't know how to treat people. You do, do harm to people. God going to let somebody do you the same way. You treat people with love. You be kind to God going to let kindness follow you. You reap what you sow. Somebody give God a praise. Jesus. Amen. Do not weary and well doing. You shall reap if you faint not. God said you'll reap if you don't faint. So you have to, we have to be careful and make sure that we uh, won't, won't, don't faint. Amen. Amen. We got we to gotta, we gotta make sure we that, uh, keep on that we won't faint. Amen. You may feel like fainting. I'm going to tell you that you ain't going to feel like fainting. You may feel like I can't take another breath of this. But you don't faint. Now, when you faint, when you faint, this is what usually happens to you. Faint means to become weak. Just say somebody was, you know, they was feeling some type of way in their body, and they just start feeling like they say, "I gotta sit down because I'm feeling kind of weak or whatever." They don't sit down because they feel like they're gonna faint. Sometimes through tribulations and trials and things we go through, you feel like I can't take this another minute. You might not have told nobody, but you're like, Lord, you better talk to the Lord so you won't faint, though. If you don't talk to the Lord, you, you're going to collapse, collapse. Talk to the Lord. I can't take this another minute, Lord. I need you to change it. I need you to change Lord, I'm not doing good with this. That's how I talk to the Lord. Sometimes I just tell the Lord, I say, Lord, I'm not doing good with this. I need you to take this from me. I'm, I'm doing good, good with this. And God will lift that up off of you. Amen. And you, it, he's, the Lord, there's it, it, so much, there's so many benefits in serving the Lord. It's such a blessing when you have God at your, you can just serve him. Now, you won't do him right, too. You don't want all what he got, but you don't want to do right. Whatever he tells you to do, then you want to obey him, whatever he says to do. He said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10, and it says, cast not away. Therefore, your confidence. And that's what usually happens. When you cast something away, that means you just like drop it. Because you're discouraged and you feel like it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Amen. To cast down means to throw something away. It's like, you know, uh, this, I just lose a thought. This is not going to happen. You know, that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants us to lose hope. You lose hope. You become depressed. Lose hope, you become discouraged. Because we're in different type of seasons in our life, and I think we don't understand that. Sometimes I forget. You know, you, you know, it's like winter, summer, spring, and fall. 
Each one of those seasons makes people feel different ways. People might say, I prefer the summer. I prefer the spring. If it's, even in the spring, there's allergies and colds and everything. In the fall, allergies, colds and stuff like that. Ain't made either, they, but just like if you're in the hot season. Some people say, I prefer the hot. I don't want the cold. So you go, we're passing through all kinds of seasons in our life, but we forget that we're in season. And the devil try to put so much pressure on you say, I can't take this no more, whatever it is. But you got to remember this too shall pass That you are going you're going from one season to the other yeah. Amen They're just like babies Amen They go on different phases in their life yeah. Amen We go through different seasons in our life Amen And the Lord said cast not Why are you going through the season He said cast not out of way Not away therefore your confidence Amen Have the confidence in God when you, have, when you say, I have confidence in somebody, you don't have to call them every few minutes and say, oh, you're going to do this, I'm going to do that. You, if they told you one time, you just believe that they, you have enough confidence in them. What gave you the confidence in them? What gave you the confidence in them? Because they had did it. They said something before that you could trust. And so, they, you know, you, you, just got, you got a paper trail on them always telling you something that they do. And you know they didn't just tell you they always did so you you just have confidence that they're gonna do it. Amen. And it says, um, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of war. God said, in other words, if you don't cast away your confidence, I have a reward for you. I have something to give you back. And see, God is not just going to give you something back cause, cause, uh, because of what you say do. He's gonna give you something back because your faith. Because see, God said, God honors faith. Because faith is trust and confidence on something you can't see or make out. But God honors, he, he honors you to believe in. Nobody has ever seen God and live. We have heard of him. We feel his spirit. But you have never seen him. But you trust him, right? God's going to bless you because you trust someone you have not seen before. And you trust what he can do. Amen. And that's what we need down here on this earth. We need to have confidence in God and not a confidence in people uh, of the White House and nothing like that. We better keep our confidence in God. Not even even when they have the vaccine for the COVID virus and everything, people are going to have to know for themselves what God is saying to them. You can't get your answers from this person. What you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do? You go to God. Amen. You know, go to God and see what God is saying. Amen. Cast not away, therefore, that somebody would get talking about the election. About what are we going to do with the election? Amen. It's such a mess on either side. It's such a mess. Somebody say, this. I guess I just go and close my eyes and say, meaty, meaty, mighty, mo. Because <laughs> you're scared on both sides. Then if you don't vote at all, then devil, you, you ain't got nothing to say. No comments to make. You ain't even make an effort. It's like almost that's what you I feel. Like. So I said, Lord, I'm at that. Lord, should I go? What if, let me know if I should go or shouldn't go. Don't know what to do now. We're in a mess. Amen. We are in a mess. Amen. And it says, uh, for we have need, it said, cast not therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For we need we have need of patience that after we have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. God said, this, I want you to do my will. Amen. He said, you, I said, after, I want you to do my will. And then he said, after you have done my will, in other words, why you have waited for this or whatever you're waiting for, why you have waited, you have waited for it. He said, in other words, you had done what he said, I'm going to, you're going to receive the promise. One thing about the Lord, if God has actually told you something, he will do it. Now, if people tell you something, I'm going to tell you, it might not happen. It may happen or it may not happen. But if God tell you something, 
God said he's not a man. God don't tell lies. A lie is something when you tell somebody that you have no intentions on doing no way. You're just lying. God don't lie. If God has spoken anything to you, and only you would know. If God spoke to you about this situation, that situation, that's when he has spoken a word to you, amen, he will back it up. The only thing that we don't understand, he might not always do it when you want him to do it. I'm going to tell you, he's not going to do it all the time when you want him to do it. And he's not going to do it how you want him to do it. But he will do it. Somebody say, he will. He will do it. Amen. And it said, for you have need of patience. And it said, for ye have need of patience. After you have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. And he said, for yet a little while, and he that shall come, will come. And will not tarry. Amen. God said, if I said I'm coming, I'm going to come and I won't tarry. And 38 says, now the just should live by faith. God's telling us we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. It said, now the just should live by faith. And if any man draw back, my soul should have no pleasure with him. But God is saying, don't draw back. Run away. When you shrink back, draw back means to shrink back. That means to like, I'm backing up because I'm doubtful. I'm disturbed Lord because you haven't did this I'm going back the other way God said when you start backing up like that he said I won't have nothing to do with you I won't take no delight in you because that's you're not dependable and you're not reliable amen not dependable or reliable he can't trust you because you you're backing up for any little thing that happens amen and it says now the just should live by faith but if, my, if any man draw back, my soul should have no pleasure in him. But God said, we are not of them who draw back into perdition. Uh, God said, his people, uh, no matter what we go through, we're not going to back up and draw back and leave him. And we're not going back into perdition. In other words, we're not going back into sin. If God really saved you, you really got the Holy Ghost the way that you uh, really need to have it. You're not, it's not going to be so easy for you to walk back into sin unless you didn't have it. Uh, like you should have had it, no way. Or, or if you didn't understand what you had. So either way, though, you don't understand what you had. You don't. You don't. And, and and you didn't really get the real thing. You will go back. I've been back a long time ago. But when you get the Holy Ghost, I don't know what kind of Holy Ghost people getting today. But when I got saved, we got it, the real thing. Amen. Amen. Somebody said I went to church one night and my heart wasn't right, and I might have went smoking. But when I came back, I wasn't smoking. See, I used to smoke. I told you all that. And so I was, some of the things that I used to do, I don't see what kind of Holy Ghost people got, and they still puffing on cigarettes. They still fornicating. They still committing adultery. They still doing all this. They got the Holy Ghost, not the Holy Ghost that I know of. God and the devil don't dwell in the same temple. One of them going to go. Amen. And see, people need to hear a word like that. Everybody tell me, everybody say, no, we all not. No, we not. <laughs> say means to be set free and delivered. Now, I ain't always been saved and delivered. I, when I was out there, I didn't think I was saved either. Even though I was, that's one thing about when I came to the Lord, God, amen, I was about the real thing. God filled me with the real Holy Ghost because I didn't, if I was saved, I was saved. I wasn't saved, I was saved. And they're like, y'all done heard me say it many times. When I sit up in the house, in the church, they get to praising God. They get to, and when I was all right till they got to talking about, oh, can't you hear the Spirit say, make a change. And I'm thinking, like, I ain't ready to make no change. Ain't you hear the Spirit say, make a change and be baptized in Jesus' name? So I just sit in church. I, I've been through all that. And I thought to myself, I wish they'd hurry up. Because I ain't making no change today. I'm ready to get up out of here. 
It was that, and when people got to shouting and stuff, I thought they was crazy. I said, oh, Lord. I was singing, enjoying the song when people getting up. I said, oh, Lord. I said, oh, they make me so nervous doing that. I ain't know about all that. See, I've been, I've been all down them roads. Now I act like one of them. <laughs> Amen. Because see, before I got saved, I used to do the bounce to the ounce. That was my, that was my hit, honey. More bounce to the ounce. I bounce with Jesus now. I just bounce. Amen. I, amen. So I, I don't want the Lord to never take me from you. You, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> you know, I don't never want the Lord to take me, that no joy from me. I want one of them people to come in and make two moves. And you didn't know I was there, like a church mouse. I ain't never, you know, I went, we had, I was, I, I was, it was a lot of house parties that I was exposed to. I didn't go out to clubbing a whole lot once in a while. I didn't care about going out to club, but we just had a good time at that time. I thought it was a good time in the house parties. Just filled the, filled the refrigerator up full of beer and champagne and everything. And, and Western Canadian, all that, see. So I've been, I did some of this stuff that people trying to do, I done been over there. Ain't nothing new up under the sun. Amen. They ain't talking about a party till they talk about a Holy Ghost party. All that bouncing and everything to the ounce and everything and uh, smoking a little, burning up the couch and stuff with seeds popping and, and everything. And <laughs> See, that's why I can preach where I preach. That people ain't, ain't been through nothing. They ain't, ain't trying to be saved. You ain't did no kind of dance. You ain't smoked no kind of herb. I'm old school now. You ain't, you, you ain't smoked no, you ain't did nothing. And you, and you ain't doing nothing. Come on, get over here and do something. Yeah, Amen. You got people that come up, I beat people coming off the street. I'm telling y'all, Lord, y'all, 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 gonna, y'all laugh at me. None these people flying off a of crack and everything else. Yeah. Honey, they're gonna fly right in the presence of the Lord. Them come and, and shake the whole church down. Amen. Appraising God. Amen. They coming away from some stuff. You know, I'm one of the ones, I came away from some stuff, so I came over here to have a good time. Amen. Amen. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, be so glad when you free us. Um, we won't stay, you know, social distance much. But all this mass and stuff, some people hide behind the mask. They ain't got no praise, no way. Come on, give God a praise. Come on, give God a praise. These masks make you feel like you, you, got, you got locks on your jaws or something. You, you're bound. You can't move. I'm so glad when I go home, I ain't got to be at home walking around with a mask all the time, thinking it's in the air. So the, the devil is a lie. I'm glad to see that would be off, really off. I'm not saying some people might say it's in the air and all that. I ain't reading too deep in there. You read on, read on if you want to. I ain't read. You read up to stuff. You're gonna be bound. Yeah. Amen. If God set me free, I'm gonna be free indeed. Yeah. Amen. This allergy season, sometimes you get a little stuff and stuff and everything. They'll tell you, you feel a little sick. I ain't sick. <laughs> you think that's just allergy. Or whatever. <laughs> Y'all done been there too. I don't float around the crowd. I don't float around the nations everywhere. I can about pick out where I go. Amen. I'm always saying, Lord, keep me germ free. Trust in God. Don't come out till you're 60 years old and 67. I'm almost 64. I'm coming out. I can't say shut down, lock down. Is that God would have me to? Amen. I just, with wisdom, I ain't going to have everybody around me, everybody floating all around me. You coughing and carrying on and all, you need to come around me. I don't need to come around you either. That's going to keep me safe. But I can't sit there and act like I can't move now. You're going to get it when you're 60 or 65. You're going to get it when you're 15. You're going to get it when you're 5. You get in it. There ain't no age group on there. The devil is a liar. First thing they had it so it's for the old people. It's, it's anybody open to forget it. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. I'm done preaching. Got the meddling, ain't I? <laughs> Amen. Come on, give God a praise. 
Amen. You got to keep it real. Thank God for, amen. We, the, you know, we were on Zoom when we couldn't get out. We was on Zoom. Our son did that and blessed us to get that done. We was on Zoom for a while. And that's, I was telling lots of Lord, sometimes I do be tired. I've been, I was, I was steady going strong through that. Some people shut down two or three months. And some churches still shut down. 